Stacking up all over the place. Took him three days to thaw out Carbone's body before the autopsy. Yeah, that's where this song comes from. Well, well before that. I think uh, Layla came out from Cream, what, 1907, whatever. Okay, well, I'll have to look it up. Can someone look? When did Layla come out by, by Cream? Derek and the Dominoes. Of course, using Goodfellas brilliantly. I was talking the other night, or right here on the Live at Five show and on the hotline, on how some directors really hit a home run and others didn't. Scorsese hit a huge, a grand slam when he did Goodfellas. He really did. He hasn't done anything great since. Just everything about it, you know, everyone's, oh, Casino, such a great movie. Shut up. It's not even close. You just, you want it to be good. It's not. It's a terrible movie. And why is like three different people narrating the storyline? Didn't make any sense. Well, they did in Goodfellas. No, enough. Move away. Step aside. Walk around, sugar britches. Name the movie. All right, so the big news today is Brittany Kreiner was, uh, they did an exchange or, or about to do an exchange, whether or not it happened or, yet or not. Uh, you know, this, uh, this, this terrible, terrible person. I'm not talking about Brittany Kreiner, by the way. Uh, in exchange uh, for the, the WNBA basketball star from LSU, and who, by the way, I didn't realize this. Brittany Kreiner is six foot nine. Oh my goodness gracious! And it's great that you know she's very talented. Because not not for nothing. This sounds crazy, but you know, years ago, six foot nine woman, your only job you can get is 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 a circus act, and that's a horrible thing to say. It's just the truth. You know, if you're an eight foot man, eight foot man, uh, more than likely back in the day, they're gonna they're gonna put you in Ringling Brothers. So. Great job, uh, you know. You know, uh, using her talents, using her height to become a, 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 a Division One basketball star and a future WNBA star. Stupid move to bring in paraphernalia for marijuana and other things that she was. I don't know if she was vaping it or whatever, but she was. She's about to, if it hasn't happened already, uh, be exchanged. Uh, for one of the most lethal uh, prisoners we've ever had in this country, they actually made a movie about him. Apparently, I didn't I didn't catch the name of the movie when I was listening to the stories today. I should have looked it up, but uh, Nicholas Cage played him. Oh yeah, Nicholas Cage he played this role, this Russian guy. Uh, so now he's going to be. <laughs> I don't know if he's if he's powerful. I mean, he's been in jail now for 11, 12 years. But uh, and of course the other the marine uh, if, uh, the other guy that every, Whalen who everyone wants to uh, also be part of the deal that didn't happen. So let me just make some predictions. Uh, well, first of all, you know when people talk about reparations, it's like oh you know Al Sharpton will go, get on a soapbox and say Rep- reparations. You know he always talks about reparations. The country owes uh, African Americans reparations. 
And although, you know, you got guys like Gavin Newsom, who inevitably will be running for president of the United States in two years, him and his, and his, uh, uh, you know, his, uh, his cap teeth, he already promises, he actually had a certain amount, I think it was somewhere in the area of over five, somewhere in the area of over half a trillion dollars in reparations. And so, okay, and, and again, it's, it's not the first time we've heard a discussion like that. And by the way, if that ever goes through, buy yourself a studio and start renting time because you will be a millionaire in a, in a very short period of time. So whether or not reparations is physically going to happen by, by the means of, of uh, Gavin Newsom, I don't know. But it is logical to say now that reparations are already here. Because you got a guy over there, ex-marine, or marine, sorry, sitting in a jail cell for four years. No one talks about the guy. I, I, I've heard his name passed around every now and then, but his name comes up again and again. It's Brittany Kreiner has been exchanged, but no Whalen. No Whalen. He's still staying over there. So here's the prediction. Brittany Kreiner comes over here in the next couple of days, and, and I'm glad for her. I'm glad for her wife, his, her wife, husband, whatever you want to say, and her family and her friends. But rest assured that this co-host is making a prediction now that the next opportunity she has at a WNBA game or any moment where the flag is raised and people stand, that somehow or other, despite the fact that this all happened because she was dumb enough to go abroad to one of the worst countries in the world, that China and other areas, uh, with this paraphernalia during the time when there was a tense, tense uh, relations going on in the world because this was just prior to the invasion of Iraq. Real dumb move. Of course, she was working there because a lot of people said, well, the WNBA doesn't pay enough, so she had to work abroad to make money, to, to put food on the table. So I'm not feeling sorry for Brittany Kreiner for going over to Moscow to play in a women's league over there so she can make some money. She just made a bonehead move. I, for one, I'm very shocked that this announcement was made today. I'm happy for her. But you watch. This is going to bat- And you know what? The moment she has an opportunity to stand up to the flag of the country that got her, that made her life less miserable than it already was, and it would have continued to be for at least another eight and a half years. She got a nine-year sentence. She had at least eight and a half years left, and they brought her back. Now, maybe she might be humbled. My guess is no. She'll be back, and then she says, nope, they took too long, and she won't stand for the national anthem. Rest assured. You're on the air. Yeah, Glenn, uh, apparently Mr. Biden had a choice. Did he? He picked her over the Marine. Yeah. And what, why, do you, why do you think he did that, in your politics. opinion? Politics. What else? Well, okay, you can call it politics. Absolutely politics, in so my opinion. Just, just elaborate. Elaborate more than just politics. What, why do you think he made that decision? Politics. Oh, okay. What do you, got, what do you think it is? Oh, I just, I think it's uh, what I was just saying. I, I think this is, in a sense, without defining reparations and giving people uh, a check every month for, for what we did centuries ago, I think this is a form of, of reparations already. I mean, it's like, you know, someone, someone would... politics. Well, okay. You agree? It, of course. But, you know, I just, you know, I was looking for a little bit more, but... Well, the, Mar- well, the Marines been in there, what, four years? Four years. A two-time uh, Iraq veteran. Yeah. Wh- by the way, why, why is he in there? Does anyone know? no idea. I don't know. Tying a shoe wrong, uh, taking down a poster like the, that that one kid did in uh, North Korea. Yeah, I think Britney got a raw deal on the sentence, but she. Was oh no wrong. doubt. Uh, take a look at the movie Midnight Express. Anybody that wants yeah. to do drugs overseas, right, right. Take a look at a horrifying movie. Yeah, hard movie to watch. It is a hard movie, and, and, and you know what? You know what's amazing about that movie? I saw the documentary with the guy 
By the way, the guy who played him in the movies, he died of AIDS. Brad Davis. Brad Davis, good actor. Very good actor. Did you ever see the TV series Chiefs, Glenn? No, never heard of it. 1980s? No. Very, he played a, a pain in the ass, a police chief. It's a very good series. I haven't seen it in a long time. And, and, and he died of AIDS, is that yes, correct? he did. Yeah. And you know who else died of AIDS? Um, the kid Morrissey, who played in uh, Rocky Five. Tommy Morrison? To- Tommy Morrison, yeah. Who, yeah, related to John Wayne John somehow. Wayne. Yeah, I think it was his great-grandson. Yeah, not well, a great boxer. I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah, but big kid, though. He looked like... The uh, I called, Glenn, uh, yeah. this is a pretty historic day in this country. I was going to ask you if you know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, today is uh, December 8th, 1980, 42 Very years. Good. Yeah, 42 years ago at the D- Dakota. It was a Monday night, by the way. Right on, Glenn. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and I know this because, of course, I was in uh, I was in senior high school. I was doing my homework. Good old Glenn Curry doing his homework in the uh, Curry dining room, and uh, a guy by the name of Ernie Anastas from Channel Seven ABC came on the TV. Says we just got word that former Beatle John Lennon was just shot at his home, and he was rushed to the hospital. Now that's the first thing we heard. So people in New York knew that something was happening. But Monday Night Football was on. And moments later, of course, Howard Cosell said, I have some tragic news. And, of course, he announced to the world that night on Monday Night Football that John Lennon had been killed. dead on arrival. Howard Cosell. Yeah, I actually, I don't think he died on arrival. I think he, he yeah, someone, would, someone would probably say he wasn't going to make I think they tried to resuscitate him at the hospital at well, Sinai or Bellevue. in the back. Yeah, and he not mistaken. And he used bullets that uh, the uh, blunt head. Uh, what do they call those uh, bullets with no head on it? Uh, it just it, it it was savage. It, it, it hit his. The, prob- uh, the problem uh, is he signed that guy's uh, album a couple hours beforehand. Right, and he waited for him to come back. Yeah, and he shot I never him knew from about the back. Until the next day, I didn't. Some reason I didn't watch the game that night. It, wow, and, and there's a picture of John Lennon signing his. Uh, his uh, yes, the, the there order. is. Yeah. Great, great. Uh, I got some stuff on them from 65, Glenn. God, they were good. Yeah, they were fantastic. And you know what? I saw an interview the other, the other day with John Lennon. Of course. Oh, what a lead singer. A great lead singer for the Beatles. And he, he asked him, he asked him, he said, well, why did the Beatles break up? He says, because, you know, we've done everything. We got bored with each other. Yep. And, and they just, they lost, they lost that whole... And in a way, the best thing that could have happened to the Beatles is that they ended their show right there, and they all became independent artists. Yes, they did. To this they day. changed with the times. They got a little harder-edged uh, music when they went to the studio right. and stopped touring because they couldn't hear themselves on stage. A right, lot of right. The screeching was unbelievable. Right, God, right. those songs held up well even 50 years later. And, and they're not played enough. I mean, I, well, you, know. you can hear the words, every word you can hear. George Harrison was the lead guitarist, an excellent guitarist. Doesn't get enough credit for the Beatles. No, no. He's a tremendous. Very good musician. Uh, and and he had two great uh, lead singers with Lennon and McCartney. McCartney was also very good. The problem was that Lennon, McCarthy, especially McCartney, excuse me, uh, was was uh, was very controlling, and there's video or film, I should say, of him kind of dominating the production session when they were doing, oh. I guess, Sergeant Pepper's or Sub- Yellow Submarine, one or the other. Oh. And George Harrison didn't like that. And why you should you saw he? him live? Didn't you, Glenn? Oh, no, no, I never saw them. No, you saw McCartney live though, didn't you? I did. I saw Paul McCartney live twice at the oh, Dome. Oh, was he pretty good? Or? He, he's good. I mean, you know, late seventies. His voice isn't what it used to be, but he's yeah. just—he looks tremendous. I seen him the night that you were born when Ed Sullivan had him on, Glenn. No, I wasn't. No. Boy, well, I—I was, I, I was. I was one years old. I was. Yeah, yeah I, I remember know. watching it. That was a big deal. That yeah. was '64, I believe. Just months after Kennedy got killed. That was live. 
they had to play live too. There was none of the lip syncing you see on a lot of right. Groups. Yeah. He had to play live, but Lennon was just an unbelievable lead. Singer. So, so is it? I mean, you know, you uh, two just got the the Kennedy Awards the other night with Bono or you know or Bono. Or... Yeah, they're pretty good. So, other than all right, let's let's look at okay. You got you two. Who else? What other band is 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 worth even talking about these days in the last thirty well, four years? Pop to me is a total street trash. You can't understand the words. Jerry Jerry you know, Garcia. A lot of his vulgar material you can't play on TV. Well, Jerry Garcia. These guys can play an instrument. Well, what about rap? Can you name a hip hop guy that can play an instrument? I can't. Uh, Bruno Anybody? Mars, I guess, but Ooh. I don't know. Bru- I don't know. He's rhythm I've and blues. Seen one. No. Remember Motown years ago? My God, you had some great music. I know. I Jackson know. 5. Yeah. Michael Jackson was the lead guy. They were great. Marvin Gaye, Teddy, oh, P- Teddy Pendergrass. The Tops, The Temptations, The Supremes ripped off number one hits. Yeah. The Beatles at one time had the top five songs in the... Yeah. Sp- at one time, what you think? Well, Oz would know more about than I do. Right. He's a brilliant guy on music, but... Five top singles in the country with Beatles songs. Well, don't forget the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees did the same thing in the 70s. Bee Gees were very good. Yeah. The Beach Boys. Beach very Boys. Good. Yeah, excellent. But excellent. Uh, today's music, I wouldn't give a nickel for it. No. To be honest with you. Yeah, Jerry. Things have changed everything, not just music. It's a lot of things. Yeah, I know. Aren't what they used to be. No, they're not. No, they're not. So, they're not. I'll let you go, guys. All right, thank you, my friend. Uh, Jerry Garcia from the uh, Grateful Dead, they interviewed him. He died a young guy. Just from hard living. He died in 1995, and he was only worth $6 million. Can you $6 million? That's a lot of marijuana he spent in his day. But, uh, you know, you look at Jerry Garcia, just like, how in the world is this guy any type of rock performer or anything? He just looked, you know, just did, he looked like a science professor at, you know, at, uh, at Princeton or something. But he was very, 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 needless to say, a very smart man, very talented. And, uh, it, you, if you go online, look up Jerry Garcia and just put Jerry Garcia in rap music. And he says, well, rap is rhythmic. Rap is this. But one thing is rap isn't. It's, it's not music. There's no music in rap. There's none. And, of course, people look at that today. So, oh, there's, a, there's a short old white guy with, you know, looks, you know, with a beard. You know, they, they'd mock him. And I said, what did he know about? I said, that's Jerry Garcia. But it's it's just you know, and, and I would say that yeah, I would definitely listen to a Jerry Garcia and his impression about what music is and what it isn't, and he's right. Rap music is not music, and yet now it's, it's just all we live by, it seems, or some type of rhythm like that. Seven five five twelve forty is the number. Seven five five twelve forte is the number. Uh, if you have anything to say about Brittany Kreiner or anything that's on your mind right now, uh, uh, talk now or forever hold your peace. Uh, because it's, what's today? Today's Thursday, the uh, 8th of December. It's also, for you rock fans out there, Jim Morrison's birthday was today. And Jim Morrison was born, I believe, in 1940. At this point, Jim Morrison would be probably about 80, 82 years old. Might be a little younger than that. Jim Morrison died at the ripe old age of 27 years old, I believe, in 1971 in France, where he, his body still is, resides. You're on the air. Hi, Jim Morrison died in 1970, at the age of 27. He's in the 27 Club? Yeah, yeah. I think he was born in 1943, but I'll let you do the math on yeah, that. Right, right. He was definitely 27, uh, yeah. The, uh, to me, the, uh, the Beatles are a boy band, the original boy band. They had some catchy I, tunes. I know who this is, yeah, um, yeah. 
<laughs> I can't imagine anyone comparing the Beatles to the Rolling Stones. Right. Uh, Paul McCartney was on Howard Stern and said the Beatles are better mm-hmm. and the Stones are like a blues band. Right. And Howard Stern agreed with him. Ugh. Yeah. That he, that he is. Right, right. And uh, they asked Mick Jagger about it. Mick Jagger goes, one uh, one band is uh, doing a world tour and one band hasn't existed in 50 years. Exactly. Right. And, and and I know you've talked to me about this, and you make a very strong argument in that, in, in, in reality, like you just said, the Rolling Stones are still together. I don't know if they're producing yes. stuff, but they perform, and obviously they lost I one saw of them. I saw them in Las Vegas uh, last year. Last year. So, With my best friend from high school. So yep. they got a new drummer, obviously. Um, Brian. Uh, well, they don't, they don't, I mean, they don't let anybody. <laughs> yeah. Make, they don't let anybody officially join anymore, but yeah, they have a new drummer and a new bassist. Right, right. Um, but uh, they don't let anybody join. So right now, there's only three Rolling Stones: so Ronnie you, Wood, Keith Richards, and Mick Jagger. And, and actually, that's more than what the what you know the original four, uh, Fab Four have, but uh, which is tragic because of John Lennon dying and George Harrison dying of cancer. Uh, so this George only Harrison's my favorite Beatle. That's the only that's that's the only good musician they they had. A lot of people say that. Opinion. So would you say in my opinion. Uh, when uh, they said? They asked John Lennon, is Ringo Starr the best drummer in rock and roll? And no. John Lennon said he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> That's what John Lennon said? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I guess they just got him for his personality, because I guess Pete Best was a better drummer, but he didn't fit the look of the Beatles. He was too much of a pretty boy. And I guess they felt upstaged by Pete Best. I get, that's one rumor, and they, uh, then some people say he's stunk. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying not, I'm not saying Ringo Starr is a bad. Drummer, no, no. But I mean, compare him to Keith Moon or John Bonham. Oh, no, no, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, Keith Moon was. Yeah, it, Keith, then, Keith. I mean, I don't know. I, if the Stones, I, I, I don't know. I, everyone has, uh, you know, music's like beauty; it's in the eye of the beholder. But how? I don't. I just. I don't know how. Well, the Beatles talked about love and and women, and. And, and and Mick Jagger says under my thumb, you know. So there was a big big difference there. <laughs> so one, you know, women loved the Beatles and guys loved Rolling Stones, and there was a lot of yeah. both on each side. But uh, well, the, there you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like Channel Seven. Whoever came out first gets more recognition as long as they stay that way. But uh, well, thank All you. Right, Eric. That's my two cents. I, I appreciate it. Excellent. Uh, that's a good call. A big big SU fan, by the way, right there. One of the biggest SU fans out there. Uh, maybe just as much of an SU fan as the people that run uh, News Junkie Spell with the Big Fat Z dot com. Big, big, big fans. I'm a big fan. So anyway, what else is going on? Anything? Anyone out there? So if no one's going to chime in right now, this is a perfect time to get rid of the first or second break of today's program. Let's do that right now. You're listening to the Live at Five show on the 8th of December, and we'll be back after this. Happy holidays from Herringer's Con. Well, some people, of course, send me notes. Letters. We get letters. Oh, I got one here. We haven't talked about... We talked about Brittany Kreiner. Glenn's, you know, impression of, of reparations in America. Reparations that work for you. Also, wait, wait, real quick. I just got another text from someone. Someone says that they, uh, some listener, loyal listener to this show, said he lost $500 betting that Keith Richards would be dead by 1990. That's like an over and under type thing. It's like, wow, that's way, way back when. $500 in 1990, that's worth, what's that today? That's uh, short of a, like a, what, a million dollars though? Uh, just about. Oh, give or take. Also, uh, it was hollow point bullets that Mark David Chapman used 
when he killed uh, John Lennon that night at the Dakota. Hollow point bullets. So there you go. All right. So and the other thing, uh, yeah, what happened then? You know, interestingly enough, there was a movie that came out called The Fan. There was a movie that came out called The Fan right around that time, early 80s, uh, 80, 81. And um, interestingly enough, Lauren Bacall was, was the woman in that. And anyway, there was a stalker. And the fan was stalking Lauren Bacall. At that point, she was like 110, I forget. Although she wasn't, of course, back then she wasn't that. In fact, she was much younger than Humphrey Bogart by maybe by 25 years or so. But she lived in the Dakota. So there was a lot of irony. She did a movie about a stalker, like a Mark David Chapman. And that was what the movie was about. And they they had to kind of like, you know, hold on to it. Or they had to make claims when they had to put a disclaimer up there. This has nothing to do with, with, with John Lennon. But ironically, uh, yes, um, Lauren Bacall actually resided in the same building uh, where, where John Lennon was killed. He was actually killed in the courtyard prior to getting into the. And he was right next to Yoko Ono when it happened. So Mark David Chapman shot, um, he, he, I think he shot at uh, John Lennon at least twice. And one, one of the uh, hollow point bullets uh, got him in, a, in an artery in his right shoulder. And a New York City cop picked him up. When he got there, put him over his shoulder, bleeding to death, of course. At that point, he might have been dead. And uh, just literally went over, I, I forget, it was Bellevue, Sinai, wherever it was, and just put him on the slab. And they tried desperately to save the man's life, and they could just, just couldn't do it. It was a terrible night. It was a terrible, terrible night. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, you're on the air. Okay. I, I couldn't tell if you were on the air or on with me. No. <clears throat> you know, it's very interesting. I, I did a little research here. Yeah. Uh, Prisoner swaps are not unusual. Here we go. Sometimes the circumstances of who's involved in the uh, prisoner swaps uh, between uh, us and Russia and the old Soviet Union dates back to actually 1962, uh, then 85 under Reagan, and uh, there was another one under Reagan, 1986, and then 2010. And right. And, and Danny, if I, if I could just ask you, just talk up a bit. We're losing it. Talk up a bit if you can. Oh, yeah. It must be your line. No, okay, okay. Probably. Well, fair How enough. Now? Duff, man. Uh, just talk louder. That's all. Okay. Talk louder. Yeah. Much better. The, the most recent one I can think of that raised a lot of hackles but was good for a, a various reasons was uh, Boyd Bergdahl. Remember him? Right, right, right. The guy who abandoned ship and, and, and had other people killed and he was released under Barack Obama. Yes. Yeah, and five, for five Taliban. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And there's, been, there's been all kinds of things through history, but you know, the, the Griner and the, the Warren cases are, are very unique because they're not unusual, uh, but they're unique in well, these two cases, you know, Griner had less than a gram of uh, uh, cannabis in her, what, what, she had a vape pen. A gram is only about a half a teaspoon. Hmm. That, that's not very much. Well, I know, but it was bad timing, Danny. Well, the timing, yeah, I understand that. And the thing on Whalen, uh, yeah, he was a farmer. Marine. Oh, no, you're right. It is Griner. I always call the Griner. You're right. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, anyway, it is Griner. Sorry. Uh, and Whalen, uh, who, who was charged in... Uh, uh, 2018, I think. Or yeah. Like uh, anyway, he, he was discharged, or uh, uh, not discharged. He was discharged from the Marine Corps dishonorably, by the way. And why is he in? Why do, why do the Russians hold him? Why are they holding him? Well, they said he, he was over there uh, attending a friend's wedding, he said. Hmm. And, and he was uh, picked up in a hotel with a flash drive that the Russians said contained classified information. Okay. Reiner says it was a flash drive his friend gave him to take back home because he thought it contained, quote, holiday photos. Hmm. Okay. 
so it looks to me like just based upon those three aspects of that story that he was set up. Well, I probably was. Okay, That's so what Dan- it sounds like you know. Otherwise, they got him at the hotel with a flash drive. They yeah. knew what they were looking for. And right. Was, now, on the other hand, you can you can say this if you want. Maybe he was spying for somebody. All right. Well, okay. So, so I'm just saying. I'm just putting uh, that out uh, there. I don't have any facts to back it up. I'm just. All right. I'm uh, saying the circumstances of what I've read. It looks to me like he was set up because they got him in the hotel. They got the flash drive. And they said it contained classified information. Mm-hmm. And. That's where that story goes. And Griner, she only had less than a gram of cannabis in her vape pen. Yeah. Is like I said, is less than a half a teaspoon. And if she had done it a year before, it might not have been a big issue. But just you know, days before uh, um, uh, Ukraine was invaded, bad timing, Danny. Yeah, I understand that. Right, but let me just ask you one question. One, okay, so the but guy. Anyway, the point I was trying to make is these prisoner swaps are not. Unusual. I know they're not. But uh, they, they do get a lot of hackles, the people's hackles up. I understand that. I know the reasons why, and I've, I've done a lot of reading on this and what have you. But uh, they're not unusual, and it's gone, like I said, way back from uh, 1962 all the way up to right now. So there's been quite a few of them through the years, and most of them have been with the uh, Russians or the old Soviets uh, before they became. So let me just ask you real quick, Danny, real quick. Sure. If, if President Biden had a choice between Greiner and Whalen, he picks a Griner. Would you do the same thing as the chief, uh, uh, you know, executive? Would you if do the it, same if thing? If it were that simple, yeah. If it was just as simple as you said, a choice between the two and the circumstances, yeah. Yes, I would have went with Griner, <sighs> and I wouldn't have not thought anything about the politics about it. But here's the other thing: there may be. I understand they've been working to try to get Paul Whalen out for quite a while. Now. Right. So I don't know all the circumstances going on behind the scenes. So you're saying he deserves to be he deserves to be incarcerated in one of the worst countries in the world? No, they, nobody needs to be incarcerated in Russia or out in Siberia or what have you. And uh, I understand all of that. But what I'm saying is the measurement of the two crimes, if that's what the difference between the two people that there are going to be bargained bargained for to get released. Right? Uh, you, you, I, would, I would go with the, the one with the, the certainly lesser crime. Yeah. That's uh, possible to say it that way. Yeah. yeah. I just did. Yeah. And, and, and then in exchange for a guy that, for the most part, wanted to destroy America. I mean, that's, you know, that's a little lopsided, when you say? I mean, did, did, did we get the... The reason why, and you've got to agree well, with this... You know, he, he, was, uh, he was held in the, what? I think he was in a Thailand prison. Who? Uh, the guy that the Costello, uh, Co- I forgot yeah, the yeah. guy's name. Uh, uh, the Nicholas yeah, Cage was, guy. Uh, he was called over there by RDEA agents, and he he was put on trial right. in Thailand. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I I, I don't know much about him, and he look he looks like a, a bad guy in a, in a you know in a you know he looked like he could have been on the top of uh not 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 Tommy yeah, Cot Tower. He <laughs> served ten years out of a twenty-five year sentence. I think it was Thailand. If my no, opinion. you're right. You're right. You're right. So uh, anyway, all right, but. I, I, that's a tough call, no doubt about it, Glenn. Well, and, uh, we know why. Accused of favoritism or politics or anything like that, but uh, I know they are still working to try to get Whalen out. Of yeah, well, that, that ship sailed. He, Nobody you, knows the details. Whalen's going to remain there. It's just going to be forgotten. Why? Well, because he's not a black lesbian. That's why. I, I think this is going to trigger them to move it up. Like I said, I don't know what's going on between State Department and, and the Russians over there, what's happening. But uh, I, I just don't know. No. I hope he does get released. Any American held by any foreign country on, on just sometimes just BS stuff, right? Or uh, not real crimes per se, should should be brought back home. Gotcha. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, when when we got this new board a couple of months ago, Danny's phone line is has gotten worse. There's some that just don't register well. In fact, Danny called in on the 
hotline show today, and I popped in just so I can, you know, get the, because you know, Jeff is getting acclimated to this. Jeff Smith, of course. But anyway, for some reason or other, he's really low, and that drives me mental. And it has nothing to do with Danny. It's not his phone. It's not our side. But we got to get something cranked up on this board. I got him way popped up here. And yet if someone like, you know, Crazy Ray called, then I'd have to bring it right back down to 30 degrees again. Right now it's at 110. It's a huge difference. We got to get that fixed. But, and again, one of the callers talked about it earlier, politics. Okay. And I, I was looking more, for, uh, more, more so for him to elaborate, to, you know, give me more reasons for that. But, you know, really, it is, po- I mean, if the president had a choice and if he chose Whalen in this environment, where the MSNBCs and, and social media and, and, and every, every yenta that, you know, that leans left, which is like 90% of them living in the suburbs these days, would go crazy to know that we had an opportunity to get Griner. It is Griner, not Griner, excuse me. Uh, and then we chose to get the, the white Marine out of there instead. That would have caused such an uproar. So if, you, if you're Joe Biden and you know, it came down to the negotiation, came down to one or the other, not both, it's easy to say, oh, how could he do that? He's been over there for four years, and she should have known better, and blah, blah, blah. But it, uh, it, it, you would have to go with Griner because you know you're going to get a lot of, a lot of uh, heckling if, not, if you don't. So that's, that's a no-brainer when it comes to right. As sad as it is, it's a no-brainer. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Hey, uh, talking about the reparations. Right. Okay, my family came over second ship after the Mayflower. Wow. We've always lived in up in New York State. Okay. Or New England. I actually lost family in the Civil War. So why do I have to pay slaves that I lost family members? I should get money for saving them. Yeah, they don't look at the society, the left, and the media, the people in charge right now. They don't look at it that way. They look at it like, remember, remember this question to uh, Kristen Gillibrand when she was running for president? She was in Ohio, and she had her own half-ass rally there at some, I don't know, uh, uh, mental health unit. Who knows? And this one woman said, uh, if, if, if my son got arrested for marijuana and, and a black person got mar- arrested for the same thing, uh, you know, doesn't that make them equal as far as, you know, the, the crime and, and, and how they were raised? And Gillibrand said, no, nope, your son had, still had more privilege. Your son, despite the fact that he's not skilled, he's, he's, you know, he's breaking the law, he's still born a white person. And, of course, as you know, she had to bow out after maybe one and a half primaries. She was gone before it started. I get that. Nobody liked her. I don't even understand why she's still our senator. But that's the sentiment that the left says. No matter how you feel about being the Mayflower, first, second, third, fourth, doesn't matter. You were born white. You've had your day, and your days yep. are over. That's how they look at it. And getting to that girl from that they released from Russia, yeah, it's identity politics. Of course, yeah, yeah. She's gay. Yeah, and well, it help, and it doesn't hurt that she's uh, African American, and that she's an athlete. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, she's she's, she's got tattoos, and you know, and, and not not to get in here like uh, like Imus did when he you got know, in trouble uh, with uh, with Rutgers years ago. But yeah, she's I'm not trying know. to get, be controversial about it. Right, but the whole thing is that. You know, this guy's been in jail for four years right. over there. Right. She came over knowing full well she had marijuana on her. Right, right. You know, she goes, well, I 
pack so fast, I didn't know I ever had that one. And that would be the oh. excuse that I would use in order That's to evade, oh. yeah, elude uh, 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 incarceration. But let me ask you this: Do you agree with me that the next opportunity she has to to kneel or not stand up for the for the national anthem, she'll kneel? Do you believe? Do you agree with me on that? No, I don't believe so. Uh, okay, so you think that she will stand up in honor of the of the American flag? No, she no, she won't even be on the field. Right. Oh, well, ultimately, she's going to be back in the WNBA. She's still young. She'll, do you think yeah, she'll just be a thing, Yeah. The whole thing is, is that she's already stated her policy. Oh, well, what's she saying? She's not going to change it. Hmm. When is she? She's going to not even come out of the locker room while the national anthem's being played. Okay, did she say that today, or she said that while she was No, in- she said that back... Oh, okay, well, all right. Well, don't you think at this point that this has been a humbling experience for her, that she, she should change her mind, that people do change? No, cha- I don't really think so. I, 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 okay, so they were both in accordance with one another. She, yeah, she, I, I, she's Actually, she's going to double down because they took too long. She was over there for 10 yeah. months. Why did you let me stay here so long? Right, and, and you let me well, hang out with a bunch of white people. that brought that vape pod with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you I know, mean, again. And you knew you were going to Russia. Right. Excuse well, me. Right. What part of this don't we understand? Right. Especially at a very volatile time, too, right before the invasion. Yeah. Not that she knew that, but it was a terrible time to be bringing over anything. It's risky but, to know, just uh, travel from Syracuse to New York. for drugs. What's that? People in Russia, they actually put the death for ru- yeah. drugs. Yeah. Well, geez, if she did that in... And if she whatever. D- if she did that in Qatar during this uh, you know, World Cup, forget it. They'd chop her head off. That one girl oh, that yeah. was wearing a bikini underneath a, a see-through, a sequin, whatever, um, they said that, you know, if she tried that again, she, there's a possibility they would they would actually execute her for that. I mean, there's some crazy yeah. places well, on this they're, rock. They're arresting people for wearing the pride flag. Well, the pride flag, yeah. And yet these are the people, you and know, yet, and yet if we're you nefarious. you're going to a country right. that has these kind of laws, right. you stay within their laws. And here's, here's another thing. If you're LeBron James and you're just LeBron, you're just an African-American guy with ac- absolutely no talent whatsoever, and you walk through the streets of Shanghai or anywhere in China, do you, could you imagine how he would be treated there? He would be treated like oh, – yeah. he wouldn't even be treated like a second-class citizen. He would be treated like an animal. That's how he'd be treated. And yet somehow or other he, along with Colin Ka- uh, Ka- uh, Kaepernick, still think that we're the bad guys. And they know this. Yeah. You know they know this. But you know, Silver and the, you know the the head of the, the commissioner there of the NBA, they turn a, bl- a, a blind eye to all of it. It's 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 it's, it's so money. Awful. Yeah. Well, it's called insanity in my in my book. But you're absolutely right. It is money. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Uh, good call. Hi. Oh, dip 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 dip. Someone was there. They'll call back. Seven five five twelve forty. So, yeah, that's a humbling experience. You know, you're put in jail for 10 months. You'd think you would change your mind. Somehow or other, she's not going to change. I mean, I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. Something tells me I'm right. You're on the air. Hey. Hey, it's SG. SG, what say you about yeah. all this? <laughs> Ch- Ch- change my mind. Much better when you're talking about music instead of yeah, right. back to racism. Wait, wait, is, this is I mean, the geez. biggest story of Race. the day. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's just straight-up racism. She got out of prison first. She's a woman. What Marine's going to say, I'm going to go before the woman. Valor. Four years. Valor. It's been there for four years. Valor. Over nothing. How long, did John, how, long, how long did John McCain stay in prison 
because he wasn't leaving before all his men got out. Well, that was his Valor. choice. That was his choice. That was, by the way, Valor, by the way, uh, it, 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 wait, 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 no, 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 I got to. It's, it's a good story, and you got to make a horrible thing about it. It's a good story. First of all, this is we were at and, and war in Vietnam. War, Dogs of War, the movie. Yeah. Oh, what's the name of the movie? Dogs of War. I thought it was something else. I thought it was Merchant of of, of War. Was the name of it? No, it's Dogs of War. No, it's not Dogs of War. You're wrong. You're wrong. No, it's Dogs no of War. I'm sure looking it, it up right now. You're wrong. Okay, you You're wrong. Up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I got the grinder wrong. Hey, did anybody else catch from Merchants Jeff Smith when, when when they were talking about uh, you know the city manager staying and he was talking about the pay? He said he didn't get any more pay than that that anybody else anybody knows. He said real, uh, the public knows real. Real quick. Hmm. So what was that? I have no idea. Uh, I didn't hear yeah, the show. I'd like to know what, what the public doesn't know. What well, what did you say the movie was? Dogs of War. Dogs of War. That's an old that's an old movie. Dogs of yeah. War was back in the eighties. Yeah, no. Yeah. Nah, no. It was nineteen eighty. This is this. No, God, that's not the same yeah, guy. No, that this guy's that guy's has no young chicken. By the way, Chris. But but, uh, but anyways, he he. You realize this guy, like. Screwed Putin over, so he's not getting a hero's welcome coming home. <laughs> right, right. I don't. Know. It's, it's, it's a it's a good trade on our end, but uh, oh, you say, you're saying you're saying that that once they bring him back, Putin's gonna like kill him or something? Why? I didn't know that. I, w- I would not be surprised at all. No. He, then why he, would they bargain from just for that reason, like getting Trotsky back from you know from uh, uh, yeah, Mexico yeah, City no, before you kill? They, they wanted him for years. So really, yeah, no, he, he's not he's not happy about this trade. Oh really? Oh wow. You you mean wait you mean to tell me that this guy this this crazy guy, that the uh, you know the merchant of death they call them, this yeah. this uh, uh, by the way did, uh, Nick Cage played him, so you're wrong on that. It's not Dogs of War. Sorry, Dogs oh, okay. of War is 1980. Okay. Yeah, I got the Griner Kreiner thing wrong earlier, and I did something last yeah. week that yeah. was. Yeah. But yeah. I am yeah. not mistaken this time. Oh, I want I want to tell yeah. you before you go. Uh, um, so so. The night before John Lennon got killed, we were playing. I was in the Navy in uh, Great Lakes, and we were playing poker. And we started talk, talking about the Beatles. The song came on, and we talked about who was their favorite Beatle. And everybody was John or George around the table. One guy was Paul, right. and we just started letting into him, saying Paul is dead, and you know all that right, stuff. Right, right. Sure. So, so the next day, you know, when, when after when it was announced. He comes running in and tells me John Lennon was shot, and I'm like, "Yeah, bull." Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But but I, I actually got to go to the memorial service in in Chicago. Uh, uh, they had ones in New York, Chicago, and L.A. No, well, the one in New York was in Strawberry Fields, right across. It was just incredible. Right, right. I, I I'll never forget Chicago. because I was at Christ. I was a senior in high school, and I, and, and two great musicians. You know, and, and really, quite honestly, I mean this when I say this. Ray Balconis might be one of the greatest guitarists ever. Uh, who went to Christ the King. He lives in Astoria. Or actually, he lives in the where? I think he lives in the Catskills now. But I'll never forget him and Joe Perner. Uh, they were in a band together called The Casualties, which is a cool name. And uh, they both dressed in black, and they hugged each other in the, in the cafeteria. It's just one of those things you'll never forget. It was, it was a Tuesday morning, and it was the day after. But anyway, a long time ago. It was yeah, a sad day. Yeah, yeah. It was a sad, sad day. Yeah, very sad day. Yeah. All right, thanks, SG. Okay, cool. Right, thanks. It's, and it's not Dogs of War. Sorry. You're on the air. Someone's driving. Hi, you there? Gary Glenn, the movie's Lord of War. Lord of War. Lord of War. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Uh, actually, I, mean, I would call it one of the greatest movies ever. But it's a decent movie. If you watch it, you'd be entertained. Yeah, I'm sure. Did, did Nicolas Cage play it like every other role he plays? Oh, my hand. It's uh, my hand. No, he plays, 
I mean, it's definitely Nicolas Cage in his acting style. Right. But it's, uh, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, there's some good informative stuff in there. And, hey, like, was the it... The arms dealer, and then there shows a lot of, like, history and events and things that really happen. Well, if you really... If you see the movie Living Daylights, which uh, Timothy Dalton played uh, James Bond in that movie back in the early 90s, uh, James uh, uh, Roger Moore had just retired like five years earlier, and they tried to work out a deal with Pierce Bronson to be the the, the, the heir apparent. It didn't work out. He, he he happened later, but they made a movie called uh, The Living Daylights, and one of the main characters he was a good guy, bad guy type thing, but he was an Arab guy, and he was an arms dealer, and he tried to go against the Russian army in Afghanistan. And wouldn't you know it? That character was based on, not just loosely based on, but had a permanent foundation. That was Osama bin Laden, believe it or not. So Osama bin Laden was portray- portrayed, not betrayed, portrayed by, uh, uh, in, a, uh, in, a, in a James Bond movie called, uh, no, I just forgot the name of the movie. Uh, anyway, just uh, check that out. So it's, it's interesting how these guys are, are, are you know, ultimately become, at, at one time or another, glorified. In a way, so so. Yeah, and the and the, and the, the way well the way Lord of War ends, I, I won't tell you how it ends because Living Daylight. It's got, sorry. One, it's got a pretty cool ending, I think. What's the ending? Well, I'll let you watch it. I'm not going to watch this movie. I, I don't watch Yellowstone. Well, he's, I, he's, all right, so the one guy I can't think of the actor's name. The guy's been chasing him. Yeah. The, the, um, whatever the one cop's been chasing him, and then he finally catches him. And he's got him there. Washington D.C. and he tells him he's going down and all this and that. And he says, "I'm going to tell you how this is going to work." A high-ranking officer. There's going to be a knock at the door. It's going to be a high-ranking officer. He's going to tell you something you don't want to hear, and then I'm going to walk out of here. Hmm. And, and these guys starts laughing like you're so full of yourself. Right. And then that happens. And then it's Nicholas Cage narrating says, "Everybody buys guns, even the United States." Interesting. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Say the name of the movie one more time. Lord of War. Lord of War. All right. Thank you very much, my friend. Thank you. Lord of War. Not uh, Merchant of Death. I was wrong. Sorry. And But we got to do a break, and we'll be back after this. Happy Holidays. From- Merry Christmas. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho. Yeah. So I'm working on this concept, and uh, I showed a couple people without telling them. I did some video today. And I've been all excited about it. I mentioned it earlier this week. I, and I had to wait for the weather to clear up. It, 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 I, I'm running out of time. So i got to get this done. So anyway, the idea behind this commercial is quite simple. You go out, you buy yourself a 124th uh, scale vehicle. In this case, a, a Ford truck, an extended cab. You know, it's got the little whatever. And I tell you what, you know, you, if you do it right, with the right lighting, natural light, of course, is the best. Cars are typically outside, right? So I, I, I got a little podium, and I got a little asphalt that was right here at the station from some roofing job that went wrong. It was in the back room. Our back room is a mess, by the way. If the fire department ever came in here, we'd, they, they would throw us under the bus forever. But anyway, I picked up this, uh, this rubbish, and uh, I, I, I cut off a, a piece of it and put it on top, and I put this small little 124th scale Ford truck you know, the, that I got at Walmart for $10. I tell you what, the door is open, the side view mirrors, it's got air conditioning, this whole thing, it's got the works. Uh, even a moonroof, incredible. Anyway, I, uh, I held it up within, say, I'm going to say about uh, eight yards away from this row of cars, trucks. And so then I had, so I, I, I recorded it and I had someone else just, you know, pick up with their hand, like, like uh, 
like Cousin It or something coming out of nowhere and picking up the truck. And tonight I'll film the rest of the truck going underneath the Christmas tree. So I'm sharing that with, with all of you right now. Uh, once it's done, I'll, of course, I'll post it on Facebook. But I can't wait to do this. A little visual excitement. You know, you can do all your, you know, you can do a Photoshop, a little bit of green screen. But there's nothing more, there's nothing better than just in, innovation. Doing it with scale. And these, these little cars that they make, and I got a whole collection of uh, muscle cars from the 60s and 70s in my house. I just fell in love with them because I just, they used to sell them at Kinney Drugs. They don't sell them there anymore. They sell the small ones that no one wants. So I used to buy, I used to collect these, uh, you know, like $10 at a time. Got like a Dodge Charger. So when you, you know, with the, with the technology you have today, especially when you can rack focus on, on a, you know, rack focus is when you can blur out the background and then and, and get real close with 4K clarity on a, on a cell phone. It's just, it's just, it's just outstanding. And, and, and you know, it's funny, but it, it's, the, the technology today is, is getting passe. I just did a commercial. I I, I, uh, I hired, uh, you know, the, the the new outfit there, Jake Johnson's building. They're called Flyby Industries, and they, and they do drone work. And I, I and the commercial looks outstanding. I mean, it's, a drone is, is just like it, it's it's a new level. But you know what? Drones have been out now for what ten years. You see them more and more. Car dealers use them all the time. They're smooth as hell. They're four K. And by that, I mean 4K clarity, I mean the definition, and, and that's only going to get better. Eventually, we're going to get 8K. Eventually, everything's just going to turn into meta world. We're, we're just, we, we don't need cameras. We'll just put that stupid thing over our face and just hap at it. You know, something out of Westworld or something. But, you know, doing this, this I just did a quick commercial for the Empire Square, you know, right smack in the middle of the public square. And it's ironic because, you know, it's, people are like, oh, wow, that's really good. And yet, if you had that technology 20 years ago, at the, you know, say 2002, literally 20 years ago, that would be the greatest commercial ever made. And now it's like, ah, no big deal. It's drone footage. I've seen it before. It's incredible. And, and that's the way I feel about all these Marvel movies, DC movies. You've seen one, you've seen them all. What's his name? Toby Maguire. Is that his name? Am I getting that wrong? Toby Hooper, the guy who played Superman. Uh, duh. Spider-Man, you know, he says he's about 155 pounds soaking wet, and, and yet the CGI shows him as this masterful guy, you know, spinning around in air. He says, no, that, that's not the same guy. That's pretty obvious that this has just turned into a video game. I'm tired of this. So today I got, uh, you know, just I had the right lighting, and, and I showed some of the video to a couple people unsuspectingly, of course, like, hey, look at this. Look what, what do you see here? I'm like, whoa, look at that. Holy mackerel. Look, Superman, that's something. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, be on the lookout for that. That's uh, my new project. I got to get the audio done tonight before I leave. I got to find that script. Anyway, if you want to be the last call of the day and literally talk to me for about maybe 55 seconds, you can do it right now. Uh, but you're going to have to dial quick. 315-755-1240. 315-755-1240. People do text me. So let me just see what I got. Uh, oh, well, here's someone who can't wait to see the truck ad. What fun for you. Well, thank you very much, whoever that is. And I talked about the guy who lost $500 bet thinking that Keith Richards would die by 1990. Boy, he was off. by Do the math there. That's 32 years ago. That's incredible. Uh, and no, no other texts. And I'm looking at News Junkie Spell with a big fancy. Look, I know uh, uh, Jeff uh, Mayor Jeff Smith was in today. 
I'm sure it was an interesting show. I got bits and pieces of it. Some segments, of course, as you might imagine, are on uh, are on News Junkie. So check it out there if you missed it. Uh, but um, Jeff is doing a good job. And then also, just want to also say uh, that uh, we, we're hearing that uh, the hotline host, you know him as former mayor, Jeff Graham, is doing better and uh, is, is improving each and every day. And believe me, that is just fantastic. It really is. So we're happy to hear that. Uh, and we can't tell you anything more than that because I really, honestly I don't know. Uh, but things are looking good, looking really, really good. So that's awesome. So uh, that's about it for today's show. We're getting down to the last minute of, of uh, the Live at Five show for the uh, 8th of December, 2022. Can you believe that 42 years ago, John Lennon was shot by David Chap- uh, Mark David Chapman. And a lot of people get mixed up with him and uh, Brinkley. What was Brinkley's first name? Brinkley, of course, was the guy that shot Reagan. And Brady, ultimately killing Brady, also shot another uh, Secret Service guy, but he, he recovered quickly. Brady was shot in the head. He was never the same again. Died sometime in the 90s. It was very, very unfortunate. Of course, then we have a gun law named the, the Brady Law, uh, which is, his wife was very instrumental about. In fact, she was there at the signing of it uh, when it was passed. It was some time ago as well. Uh, so it's yeah crazy. You know, you got uh, the day that we're living in for me, December 7th, yesterday, we know, 1941. By the way, real quick, if you go online, you see people, you know, they, they have this one guy saying, what, what happened on, on Pearl Harbor and where and what year? College students. College students. No clue. These are the same people that are going to be, they won't get out of bed unless they're making $150,000 a year. Don't know where Pearl Harbor was and when and why. AM 1240 WHN Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, 